Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar. Audio, media, podcasting network. Follow, share, like, subscribe. Social media avenues at Harp on Sports, Twitter, Instagram, HarpOnSports.com, of course. The Harp on Sports Facebook page, YouTube channel. It's where you find us. Okay, what do we have in store for you here? Well, I am going to have a variety of things. Usually I center in on two or three things. I'm still going to do that. A little Gator gasp as the Gator sports season officially comes to an end. Sorry, not sorry. There's one athlete that people feel sorry for. I don't. And the Tennessee Titans to me, are the biggest threat out of the Kansas City Chiefs and the AFC. So we're going to look at all three of those things. And then the NBA playoffs. And everybody wanted LeBron gone. Got it. Knicks are gone. Okay. Luka's gone. Okay. Steph's gone. New blood. Bet you don't watch it. You won't watch it. You won't. Ratings will go down. Compliments aren't consumption. Complaints aren't consumption either. So we're going to look at that. It's going to start off with the Gators. Uh... Gator baseball team, that was atrocious. That was embarrassing. It was brutal. It was brutal. You know, I've been at the University of Florida now for 16 months. 16 months. And, you know, fan bases are fan bases. Everyone thinks that their team's better than everyone else. Everyone thinks that their team is special. Florida is more competitive in a variety of sports than any other school in the country. They are. Here's the truth about the 2021 Gators sports season. The only team that was a disappointment was baseball. Every other team was a success. Every other team had a successful season. The only sports team at the University of Florida, the 2020-2021 season, that was a disappointment was baseball. Softball went to a Super Regional. Got beat by Georgia. Okay, so do you have to get to the College World Series to be a success or a failure if you don't? Came up short. All right. That's a good run. Football was ranked in the top five or six for a good chunk of the year. They lost to LSU, you bet. Had a Heisman Trophy contender. Had a a top five draft pick. Had two first round draft picks. Florida's football program got back to Atlanta and actually was competitive against Alabama. More competitive against Alabama than another team. Now, what happened with Dan Mullen in the Cotton Bowl? That was embarrassing. That was atrocious. And the way that that was handled publicly, I thought was embarrassing. But the football season was a successful year. So he's got a contract extension because he's going to give you a chance to win week in and week out. Dan Mullen gives you a chance to win the SEC. Who knows if you want to discard him. If the next guy does that, then you become Tennessee. The biggest fear of every school in the SEC is that you become Tennessee football, where you average 10 wins a year for a decade. What no team won more football games, right? Was it from 95 to 2005? That 10 year stretch. No team in college football won more games than Tennessee. What, 50, 60 teams have won more games? Half of college football has won more games in the last 10 years than Tennessee? That's your biggest fear. So, look, the football team was successful. Basketball team won an NCAA tournament game and then lost to a 15 seed that probably should have been a 12 seed. Oral Roberts, who ended up, I mean, almost going to the Elite Eight. You want to call that a failure? Go ahead. You're myopic unrealistic expectations unreal everybody has goals the one thing i've learned in my 15 months here unrealistic expectations it's successful sports here gators go to the sec championship game get beat 
What happened to the Cotton Bowl is embarrassing and can't happen. It's awful. But it was a successful year. Men's basketball program lost their best player. Went to the NCAA tournament and won a game. Uh, is it a bad year? It is? Well, fascinating to me. Women's softball team loses in a super regional. It's a successful year. It's not a championship year, but it's a successful year. So many people confuse successful with champion. You can be successful and not a champion. Don't believe Dan Marino wasn't a successful quarterback. Never won a title. Charles Barkley wasn't a successful NBA basketball player. Never won a title. Tony Gwynn wasn't successful. Never won a World Series. Ted Williams, not successful. Never won a World Series. Don't confuse champion with successful. You can be successful and not a champion. Think about it. What's the number two most popular fast food restaurant? Is it Subway now? Makes billions of dollars. McDonald's makes more. Is that Subway not successful because they're not number one? Come on. So the Gators. Yikes. Yikes. The baseball program, though. Successful year. The only sport, the University of Florida, that's disappointing is baseball. And you can't lose to South Alabama 19-1. to 1. I don't care. what but the Preseason number one fell on their face. What happened? Collection of a bunch of talent just didn't have any strong pitching and hitting didn't show up and who knows getting ready for the draft, getting all those egos together. That's what made like what Phil Jackson, what he was able to do with the Bulls. Anybody can win with those teams. Um, Michael Jordan was in the NBA six years before he won a title, seven years before he won a title. Phil Jackson came along and they won, right? Anybody can win with that talent. Uh, Kobe and Shaq were together what three years? Kobe and Shaq were together three years. Before Phil Jackson got there, nobody won before he got there. He got there and they won. Managing egos and managing talent's tough to do sometimes. It is. Tough to do. Tough to do. So, successful run. So, I'm just gasping at this bad, bad sports year for Florida. We didn't win a championship. Uh, the baseball team is the only one that you can complain about. Gator fans, if you're upset about the softball team not going to the College World Series or the football team not winning a national title... You can be mad at individual games, but the scope of things in the men's tennis team won a national championship. What gymnastics finished in the top five was a good season. It's a good sports season for the University of Florida. He won a national title in men's tennis, never won one before. Made the tournament in all these sports. But, you know, you want to have unrealistic expectations, knock yourself out. You want to have absurd expectations, go for it. Go for it. You end up letting yourself down at the end of the day. It's like telling your kid who can't do remedial math that he can be a... What, an astronaut? Not if you can't do geometry and you don't understand the basics of physics and mathematics, you can't. Go and lie to them. Tell your kid they're a great singer and they're not. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you it was a good year for the University of Florida. It was a successful year for the University of Florida sports-wise. The only team that was a disappointment was baseball. So there you go on that front. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I am 100% transparent when it comes to how I feel about people that aren't vaccinated, I think you're a selfish turd. You know, everybody talks about how America comes together. America comes together. What makes America great is we come together. Um, this is a war on a virus, and 35% of the population doesn't give a damn about anybody but themselves. They don't care. They don't care about their fellow man. They don't care. They care about themselves. And it's to the point now where one out of five people aren't vaccinated just so they can talk trash on the internet. I'm not vaccinated. That way you can own people on the internet. Okay. Well, not being vaccinated claimed its first sports victim in terms of costing them a title, costing them a win. John Rahm, not vaccinated. And how do I know he's not vaccinated? If you're vaccinated, the PGA doesn't test you for the coronavirus. 
if you're vaccinated. He's not vaccinated. So what they do? They test him. He failed it. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, it's heartbreaking that John Rahm had to withdraw. No, it's not. It's predictable that he had to withdraw from a golf tournament that you don't care about. It's not wrong what happened to John Rahm. You know what it is? It's a consequence. It's a consequence. And stop with the whole 99% survival rate. I've got friends and family that haven't been able to taste a food item in half a year. So don't tell me it's a 99% survival rate. Yeah, half the people that were shot in World War II survived. Doesn't mean it's, oh, look at the survival rate. Oh, I got a big, you know, wound in my chest, but I lived. Oh, I got maimed. Civil War, 80% chance that you survive a battle. Oh, well, great then. Great. Good odds. That's a B in class. I don't feel bad for John Rahm at all. Nope. And that's golf. Wait and see what happens. Wait and see what happens when we get into football season or the NBA basketball season gets into the playoffs. Could you imagine one of these guys not getting to play in the NBA finals because they get COVID? Again, I choose not to get vaccinated. Well, you're selfish. You don't care about anybody else. But not getting vaccinated burned John Rom, and it cost him what? A couple million bucks. Cost him a couple million bucks. What he should, and this is where it gets funny because I saw some people say, "Well, he should have been allowed to play the course by himself out there." No, he shouldn't. Part of it's the pressure and playing with a partner and and having to look at the scoreboard. You go out there by yourself and you mow down that course. No, 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 no. They wouldn't let Casey Martin go around on a golf cart twenty years ago, twenty five years ago, because it was a competitive advantage. Despite the dude had a re, you know degenerative knee. So sorry, not sorry for John Rom. Do not have any sympathy for him. What? So ever none, none at this point, you have an option. You can get vaccinated. You choose not to. And I'm sorry. A meme isn't a reason not to get vaccinated. It's not all medical, you know, (laughs) medical evidence aside. You want to believe a bunch of wackadoos and YouTube doctors? Go ahead. I can only imagine, you know, being a fan of, could you imagine if this were like the PG, if this were the U S open and a major, major golf star had to withdraw in the final round because of this, this should send a warning shot across the bow to all of them. They all should be going to get vaccinated now today. They haven't already do not feel sorry for him. What whatsoever. I don't time to grow up. Time to grow up. You don't get vaccinated. John Rom. Sorry. Not sorry. Let's see here. Uh, (laughs) Oh, also really quick before I get to the Julio Jones landing with the Tennessee Titans. Man, they stole him, by the way. Um, you know, all our big, big stars are out of the NBA playoffs, at least your Hall of Fame locks. You know, Steph Curry's a lock. LeBron's a lock. You know, those. let's face it, this is the first NBA Finals in a decade that doesn't have LeBron or Steph Curry. First NBA Finals since when? Since the Lakers and the Celtics, right? Is that the first NBA Finals since the Lakers and the Celtics? 11 years ago? that didn't have LeBron and that didn't, that doesn't have Steph Curry and the Knicks didn't get through. And now, you know, Damian Lillard didn't make it through you know, the interesting people, Luka Doncic didn't make it through. So all your big stars, you know, the ones that are trend worthy are gone. I'm glad LeBron's gone. I'm glad Steph's gone. You may be glad they're gone, but watch what happens. I'm going to watch. (laughs) Do you have the opportunity to have a Utah Atlanta NBA finals? I wonder if negative people can watch a game. 
at least, at least, you know, the, the Sixers, at least, at least Phoenix has some interest. The Clippers has have some interest. Some, the Bucks have some interest. I, I just, everybody wants all the, I'm glad LeBron's gone. I've always said this about, Stars, and it was away with Brett Favre, and it's away for from all these guys. I can't wait till he's gone, man. I want him to get beat. You miss him when they're gone. They're gone. You look around and go, man, what, uh, man? I, I miss that dude. I want superstars to stay around in the postseason as long as possible. And you not liking somebody? I want him to win. Okay, now they're gone. This happens all the time in the NCAA tournament. When somebody gets bounced. I'm glad Duke's gone. I'm glad North Carolina's gone. Then over the weekend, it has terrible ratings because you don't watch the next round because you have no interest in it. The opposite of love isn't hate; it's apathy. And you love this team, you hate this team, and when somebody upsets them, you're apathetic towards them because you have no feeling. It's lukewarm water. Do you eat or drink anything lukewarm? No, you either want something cold or you want it hot. What do you want warm, liquid-wise? Upsets and super superstars are hot or cold. You don't want anything warm. You don't. You want a hot shower, don't you? You do. You want hot coffee. You want cold beer. You don't want anything just lukewarm. What do you want that's lukewarm? Nothing. Nothing. Find me, find me one thing. I want warm water. Maybe a pool. No, you don't want that in the swimming pool. You want a hot tub hot? You want a swimming pool cool. And I never, oh, the water's warm. Great. Great. It feels like everybody peed in this thing. Great. Mm, feels nice. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Good. All the stars are gone. Great. This will be a lot of fun. Uh, Julio Jones traded to the Titans. To me, the Titans are now the second biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC. Titans are the second biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC. Uh, before, you can make a case for Cleveland. Uh, make a case for Buffalo. Now the Titans, who have the best running back in the NFL, have one of the top five receivers in the NFL. It's amazing how everybody thinks Julio is a leper. He's 32 years old. He what missed five games last year and had 700 yards. He ended up with 1300 yards and 10 touchdowns last year. It's like, Oh, Julio's done. Why? Cause he got hurt. <laughs> Ridiculous. So now he plays in Nashville and the whole thing about Ryan Tannehill is not any good. What if I told you Remember that 30 for 30? What if I told you he had the fifth highest quarterback ranking in the NFL last year? I looked it up today. Only four quarterbacks had higher QBRs last year. Only four. Only four quarterbacks had higher quarterback ratings last year. Touchdown interception ratio, yardage, turnovers, all that. He was fifth in the league. Uh, who finished ahead of him? Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Deshaun Watson, I think, were the only four. They finished ahead of Russell Wilson. Ryan Tannehill had a better quarterback rating than Drew Brees, had a better quarterback rating than Baker Mayfield, had a better quarterback rating than Ben Roethlisberger, had a better quarterback rating than Tom Brady. The Titans are the favorites. They were the favorites probably before in the AFC South. Signed, sealed, delivered. That division's a lot in, more interesting, right? The Jaguars, the Colts, a lot more interesting. But you, you look around, the Chiefs are going to be the favorites in the West. Pick your poison. The Browns or the Ravens, probably the Ravens. Actually, the Browns got a, what? A third-place schedule, second-place schedule since they didn't win the division. Third-place schedule, so the Browns probably should be the favorite just based on their schedule. Um, South's the Titans. Who am I leaving out? Oh, the East. <laughs> Bills? Uh, to me... The Titans, the Bills, the you could group all those teams together. You had the Chiefs and everybody else was bunched. Now the Titans and the Chiefs, they're not quite there, but they've got a guy now that's a game changer. And Ryan Tannehill was fifth in the league, quarterback rating last year. You had Julio Jones to the mix, 
And the fact that they got what they gave up a second and a fourth next year, two years from now, they get a sixth in return, whatever. Um, for Julio Jones, look where they are in the draft, depending on what he does, they're one move away. Let's say they finish. I mean, they could trade from 22nd down to 27th and get that second round pick back immediately next year and have Julio Jones. The Titans are now a legitimate Super Bowl threat. And to me, they're the biggest threat in the AFC to the chiefs. Why? And this is what people, you take a step back and you think about it. You can keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes and Derrick Henry running it. Now look in the Super Bowl, the, the Bucks just beat the just beat the you know what out of Patrick Mahomes because the Chiefs didn't have an offensive line. They got one now. They went out and spent what fifty million dollars, or they spent more than that. They got a hundred million dollars in their offensive line. The Chiefs do. Then they're drafting offensive linemen. Well, they draft two of them. They signed three of them. Completely rebuilt that thing. Well, the Chiefs are going to be <laughs> five offense, five new offensive linemen, right? So they're going to be loaded up there. So what do you do? You keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. How do you do it? Derrick Henry running the ball. Julio Jones in the... Now you get to the goal line. You can line Derrick Henry up. You got Julio Jones. You got options down there now. Titans are the second biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC now. That's a fact. That's a fact. There we go. Harp on Sports. The Bar. Harp on Sports. Podcast, audio, media, radio network. By the time you watch this, listen to this, more than likely, the Mayweather showdown with... <laughs> Jake Paul, Logan Paul, whichever one is going to be over. I watched the Maxwell Chad Ocho single fight. I've waited for that to end before I popped on and did this because I I do my podcast audio this on Sunday night. You say what you want. I'm more interested in this thing than any MMA fight. The, the last time I was I was interested in Tyson Roy Jones Jr. just because I got to see Mike Tyson again. But I'm interested in Mayweather Paul. I'm interested in it. I don't know how it's going to end, but at least I'm interested. It's interesting. And boxing, if you're paying attention. It's almost become, it's almost, boxing's almost become what the Rocky movies became at the end, where more people are interested in computer fights and exhibitions than real fights. It's kind of weird how art imitates life and then life imitates art. Um, I do think this, though. Boxing's crazy if it doesn't have two former professional athletes fighting an undercard fight. The fact that you had Maxwell and Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson fighting every single major boxing event. Um, was it Fury and Wilder coming up? Fury and Wilder. You've got to get two former athletes in there to fight in the undercard. It makes it just makes oh my god! Oh gosh, you guys can't box. Oh my gosh, I think it's great. There's To recording it. That's awesome. Boxing. You you found something. Use former athletes to fight the undercards. At least it's interesting. Oh wait, what what? It hurts young up and coming boxers that nobody ever cares about or watches. Give people what they want. Give people what they want. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, audio, media, network, at Harp on Sports, Twitter, at Harp on Sports, Instagram, HarpOnSports.com, Harp on Sports, the YouTube channel, Facebook page. Follow, share, like, subscribe. There you go. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.